0: The Bulletin Rightio, just uh, waiting to uh, make contact uh, with Tom Bartlett Uh, We've got uh, another text or two uh, coming through Uh, The Warriors have gotten two young media guys this year to run their social and give access to the fans Logan Dodds and a guy called Jackson Thomas It have been amazing when you compare it to the All Blacks It is a joke, that's what they're saying, um, on our text line here, courtesy of uh, Temper, of course. Right, uh, Tom Bartlett has uh, joined us this morning, which is uh, great on the, the bulletin, and uh, we'll just, uh, I think we might start with a bit of motor racing, and Liam Lawson in Formula One, uh, Tom Bartlett, uh, this kid's turning out to be a bit of a star, and he's, uh, he's uh, now got some championship points to his name.
1: Yeah, morning, morning Smitty. Um, yeah, look, uh, sensational, isn't it? I mean, talk about making every post or Know, every post-to-winner from an opportunity perspective. Of course, he, he only got the chance to drive uh, in Formula 1 with Alpha Torre on the back of that injury to, uh, to Daniel Ricciardo. So he is, he's got in the car, he's adjusted very quickly, he's saying the right things, and crucially for the in the world of Formula 1, it uh, really doesn't matter what you say, it's all about how you perform and, and whether you can add value to the teams. and that's exactly what Liam Lawson's done. So uh, what, a, what, a, what a three weeks for him. I mean, it's kind of hard to believe that he's only been in the car for... You know a couple of races, but to finish ninth, uh, and the, the manner in which he did it too, Smithy, is uh, is is quite staggering. That Singapore track has got a reputation of being one of the toughest um, technically. It's obviously uh, very difficult in terms of the physical exertion that you have to go through. Uh, but Liam Wilson, what a performance to uh, to finish ninth and collect a couple of points and I mean remember the team around the Smithy of course that, that that struggles to get points. This is Alpha Elpitore does not regularly collect championship points. So to have a, a rookie in the car and for Liam Lawson to be doing it, um, oh, what, a, what, a, what a performance from him.
0: Well, we're going to see a lot more of him, surely, on the back of these three three drives, aren't we? You would,
1: you would like to think so. And I've just been talking to a couple of the guys in the in the newsroom here this morning a little bit about that. I mean, he can't do anything more. He cannot do anything more, Liam Lawson. He's done t- taken his opportunity. He's driven well. He's scored points. Um, he's saying the right things. Uh, but I think in the world of Formula 1, unfortunately, it's not always um, about that. It's, it's the value you can offer, the market you come from, how much money is behind you, all sorts of questions come into the fact that we would like to think in terms of Formula One, uh, Smithy, that we're going to see a lot more of Liam Lawson in the car. And I, I certainly that is my expectation and my hope for him. Um, but I, I think, I've, I suppose I'm, I'm slightly cautious that in the world of Formula One, things that you think you deserve, you don't always get. It's just the way it goes.
0: Well, With SVG going to NASCAR, we've got IndyCar covered with three drivers. If we get a a regular in Formula One, what a boost for motor racing across the board every weekend in this country?
1: Oh, absolutely, 100%. Uh, And I'm glad you mentioned the others because this really is a, and you hear this term or this phrase, you know, often perhaps overused, but in terms of motorsport, this is a a golden time for, for New Zealand motorsport because we've got representation in all of those particular uh, series and championships, as you touch on. So, to have Lawson involved in Formula One, and if he could pick up a full time drive uh, looking for 2024, then you, you, you glance your, your, your eye across those starting lists and for, for NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, uh, and there's Kiwi representation in all of it. So, a uh, tremendous time for the sport here in New Zealand with those guys flying the flag uh, overseas.
0: And talk about flying the flag. Uh, how about. Uh... Ryan Fox. I mean, that is just simply outstanding. He has beaten a very classy field for, I would think, the best win of his career.
1: Yeah, I think so. I agree with you, Smithy. I think it is the big, biggest win of his career. Um, you know, I heard him talk after that third round, and you just sort of sensed a little bit that he felt he had something more to give. And, and, you know, when you're sitting sort of in the share of third at, at the end of the third round, and you're thinking to yourself, well, you know what, I know I can win this. And, of course, Ryan Fox has been there and, and done it on the, on that tour. That DP World Tour before in terms of winning tournaments, but this one at Wentworth, um, it is a prestigious event, very difficult to win, uh, a great field, uh, and to do it in the manner he did, too, Smitty, to, to storm home down the back nine. I mean, that's the way you want to golf for yeah. him. I think if I was going to be a professional golfer, Smithy, that's how I would want to win. Coming home, <laughs> absolutely, in hot down the back nine uh, to blitz it and get yourself in front. Um, sensational performance from Ryan Fox, and with that, of course, comes, um yeah, I mean, there's the prize money, but I don't think that's kind of where he's at at the moment. He's got probably not plenty of that. It's more about the, the options and the opportunities that's going to present. He'll get to go back to Augusta uh, next year for the Masters again. He'll take a big step towards having the, the dual European Tour and PGA Tour card. Um, yeah, Ryan Fox, things just go from strength to strength for him. What a performance.
0: What a performance. Right, uh, and on that subject, uh, the Warriors. Could we have expected anything better? Atmosphere. Um, a, a, the occasion was amazing, and the performance was uh, a better than that. It was, and it was a drubbing, really.
1: Yeah, it was. It was, um, and I think quite well. Certainly, from my perspective, I, think I, was, I was quite shocked at the the final scoreline. The not shocked in the way the Warriors performed and that they were able to score that many points, but just ahead of the game, I just didn't have, you know, a a uh, a match of that standing to to go like that from. Uh, from start to finish, the Warriors were just—they—they they came out the blocks. They were—they were brilliant in the first ten minutes, uh, and they just never put the, never let the Newcastle Knights back into it. And uh, that Knights team, remember, was on a was on a heck of a tear, having run ten in a row. Mm-hmm. So uh, to stop them in their tracks like that—and and you talked about the atmosphere at, at Mount Smart. I mean, there is uh, um, yeah, there's been some wonderful sporting events uh, in New Zealand over the years, haven't there? And that's right up there. That was a, that was a night out for. Uh, for Mount Smart, at, the stadium looked brilliant. The surface was uh, tremendous. The performance of the Warriors was excellent, and to top it all off, those fans—they really did show something else. And that tribalism that we hear a lot about in terms of following sports teams—we saw it on full display there. That some of those fans have been there since since day day one back in '95, and to to have them rewarded for that loyalty, that service with a performance like that, you could see what it meant to them and hence the atmosphere was was absolutely electric. It was certainly uh, one I wish I'd been in the stadium for Smitty, I was watching it on the comfort of my yeah. couch at home I could feel it coming out of the TV and I thought oh, that's a night out at Mount Smart, that's for sure.
0: That is a Mount, uh, a, a Mount Smart treat really because uh, I, you know, I've, I've been to a lot of sport myself obviously and I've seen yeah. uh, players get standing ovations off the field etc when they've come off but um, I don't know whether it was by design or what, but the, the Sean Johnson walk around the ground was, while the game was still going, was staggering.
1: Yeah, look, it's, it's funny there because a few people have asked if you think that he was that sort of not set up or how, how did that play out? I just don't think it was. I feel like he he just went for a wander. At the he was, he was substituted at the end of the game. He went around the back of the uh, the field to 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 come around to the bench, and and the, they were on their feet. And um, I mean, it's quite it's quite a Quite a moment that, really, for for Sean Johnson and as a as an individual, obviously, but for the team, that kind of sort of praise that they've the Warriors faithful has heaped on him. And remember, he returned to the club, um, Smithy. So you know, it's, it's, it was well documented. There were a few you know question marks about whether he was the right guy for the Warriors when they brought him back. And to see a couple of years later him to get a standing ovation like that and to be sort of revered, godlike figure at Mount Smart, Sean Johnson, um, quite quite staggering. Thoroughly deserved. He's been absolutely brilliant, and he was. He was, he was the conductor of the orchestra on Saturday night and he'll need to be again on, on Saturday night if they want to make the grand final.
0: When was the last time that you can recall a Warriors coach being in line to win Coach of the Year at the Halbergs? <laughs> oh,
1: now you're putting me on the spot. Uh, I've got no, no... I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Um, <laughs> nothing? No, I've got nothing for you. For nothing. I was trying to think back to the venue of Daniel Anderson era when, of course, the club was coming through, but... Um, yeah, I've got, I've got nothing. I, I've got nothing for. You. I think I think the, we haven't had a
0: conversation like that ever. So that that's it. that tells you something, doesn't it? He's got to be in line. He's got to be a, a nomination at a serious nomination at that. Okay. Um, well, Ian Foster might be too if he can get us out of this. But uh, what did you make of uh, what did you make of the All Blacks' performance? Uh, with a view to where, where where we're heading and what we've got coming.
1: Yeah, look, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, to uh, my expectation was that we would thump Namibia, and that's exactly uh, what happened. I, I think I was more looking for a couple of things uh, in particular. I wanted a big game uh, from Cam Roygaard, and he delivered one. I felt he needed to... I mean, I, I think, like a lot of people, I've, I've felt that he's been the number two halfback in that squad pretty much since he was named in it, but he hasn't um, been treated like it up to now. He needed a bit of a, a performance just to remind Ian Foster, I think he gave it. He gave them all the reasons to pick him in the big games later in the tournament, so I was very pleased with that. Um, I did like what I saw from from Damien McKenzie. I mean, I still don't sure if I'd trust him in a, in a big game to guide us around the around the track. So there's a few question marks there, but look, they did everything that they could, really, couldn't they? I mean, the deep into the group um, situation aside, um, they got into Toulouse, they got the big win, and they got out, and that's kind of what you, you need to do at this point. So I'm not too sure, I'm not convinced that, uh, that um we've we've seen anything that now makes us believe that we're a stronger chance in the quarterfinals um but i saw a couple of things from a couple of individuals which was pleasing particularly the roy guard one i feel like he gives us something different and i know i'm not the only person to, to bang on about this Smithy, but i just think he gives us something bit, uh, different um coming off the bench and you know what even even if they were really brave even starting him, i mean why not what 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 what, what are we losing I and mean, I don't think the game's going to be won by quick ball off the off the ruck. I, I don't think it's going to be won like that. I feel like Aaron Smith still brings a lot of energy and, and enthusiasm and experience to that team. But I feel I'd love to see us go into a quarter final against Island of its Island with Camroy at half back. Throw something at them that they haven't seen. They wouldn't have studied as much. Uh, it's just a little bit different. But I don't know if we're going to see that. But that's what I
0: would do. No, I don't think we're going to see much change at all because we haven't so far. Uh, hey, Tom, thanks very much for summing up all those activities over the weekend. It's been a pretty damn good one from our point of view, uh, more so than perhaps for Eddie Jones. Wouldn't you have liked to have been at that press conference?
1: <laughs> oh, you best, that's why we're in this game, Smitty. Sometimes I, I, someone said to me, what's the best part of the week? I said, it's usually after the game when you've got characters like Eddie Jones and and that would, have been, that would have been a press conference to sit through. I'm looking forward to having a look at that as the day goes on because he would have had plenty to say, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, plenty of excuses. Hey, Tom, uh, thank you very much for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. Have a good day. Same to you, Smitty. Thank you.